0: Welcome to the Nourishing Amy podcast. I'm Amy Rankin. I am an emotional intelligence and life coach, a speaker, a creator, and a wellness chaser. I have created this podcast for you to learn habits, mindset changes, and get really actionable takeaways to find out who you are, what lights you up, how you can love yourself again, and how to live your best life. Give yourself the space to welcome in more self-care and confidence, reduce feelings like overwhelm and stress, and let's find your sparkle again. Are you ready? Let's do it. Before we get into this week's episode, I just want to clarify a few things. If you haven't listened before, my name is Amy and I am a fully qualified life coach. I want to go into this really quickly with you because I understand that today's episode and topic can be a very sensitive one. I am fully qualified in neuro-linguistic programming, cognitive behavioural therapy, acceptance and commitment therapy, and I will also be enrolling in positive psychology when I'm home from my Europe trip at the end of next month. Why is it important for me to tell you this? because I believe that whoever you are, your feelings matter. I want you to know that I do take this podcast and my job extremely seriously, and it is an absolute honor that I am able to have the privilege to work with people and to help them to work on issues and things like anxiety, depression, and overwhelm. I am lucky enough and honored every single day to talk about these topics, and I understand that they can be difficult. If you have any questions or any feelings come up for you while listening to this episode, please feel free to get in contact with me, however you feel comfortable. Let's jump into it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 25 of the Nourishing Amy podcast. Now, you would have heard in my little intro then that this is going to be a pretty loaded topic today, and something that I'm really surprised I haven't recorded about yet, actually. I had a phone call from someone extremely close to me in my life on Friday. And she said to me, quick, I'm driving and I need to listen to one of your podcast episodes. I feel really anxious. My anxiety is just totally overwhelming me at the moment. And I just need to listen to one of your podcasts. What's one that you've got on anxiety? And I was like, oh, well, actually I haven't done one specifically on anxiety, like the topic of anxiety yet. Um, There's a few others that I can suggest and I sent her through a bit of a list and Whilst that did kind of help her in the moment, I also really wanted to touch on that. Uh, and I was actually on the Shameless podcast Facebook group earlier today and saw a really beautiful post from one of the girls in the podcast community that was talking about anxiety. And she had also had an anxiety attack Uh, I think it was yesterday, and she was feeling really overwhelmed and kind of they describe it as a bit of like an anxiety hangover the next day. And so I thought, you know what, this is a perfect opportunity. But also for those of you that have listened for a little while, you would know that I don't normally write notes for any of my episodes. I just kind of go with the flow and it's stuff that just comes quite naturally to me. But because this episode topic is so close to my heart but also i know such a big topic for a lot of people i have notes today so (laughs) anybody that normally listens will know that this one is actually a pretty big deal but i want to talk with you guys today about anxiety now if you have experienced anxiety before you will be familiar with the worry that comes with anxiety, the racing thoughts, the snowballing from one thing to the other, and that pit that you get in the bottom of your stomach. And anxiety can look different to everybody. Some people might have it quite mildly and they might feel like, you know, it's just those overwhelming thoughts. Some people may have panic attacks and anxiety attacks and they may feel completely bedridden for days at a time. It looks different for everybody because it feels different for everybody. And really, they say that anxiety is based in the future. It lives in the future, in our future-based thoughts. It is thinking about something or more so worrying about something in the future before it has actually happened. Now, the cool thing about this is that If you're worrying about something in the future, it means that it hasn't happened yet. So yes, all of our anxious thoughts are things like, what if this happens? What if that happens? And it does feel real at the time. But there's also the concept of, okay, well, what if that doesn't happen? And for some people, that can be enough to give them the space they need between the anxious thoughts that they're having at the time to just take a little bit of a step back and to recognize, okay, how I'm feeling right now is valid, but just like I'm worried that all of this stuff is going to happen, there is also the chance that it might not happen. Now, I work with some of my clients for months at a time or sessions and sessions at a time around anxiety and the the reasons and the topics that anxiety comes up for them in their lives. So in no way is this episode going to be a one-size-fits-all, and I don't think that that's really possible for things like anxiety and depression. I really do believe that it's important if you feel that you struggle with things like anxiety or depression, even overwhelm and stress um, really heavily, that you can get amazing results from working with a coach or a counselor or a psychologist. And it's up to you who you decide to work with. I have some of my beautiful clients and I have worked together with their GPs to help them to reduce and totally come off their anxiety medication. Um, I have... Some clients that, you know, I might have done a discovery session with them and they've done um, discovery sessions with other professionals and they've decided that they would like to go and work with them instead. And, you know, my philosophy is whoever you feel comfortable with, whoever you want to work with is amazing. I am in no way going to try and sway you to definitely work with me over somebody else if you feel more comfortable with somebody else. I think the main thing is that you choose to work with somebody. If you feel that you fit with somebody else or if you feel that you are being swayed towards someone else, that's amazing. Go for it. I am all about collaboration over competition and I don't believe that there is a one size fits all for everybody in the world. Now, let's jump into My tips, and I'm going to give you five tips today, on how you can start to reduce anxiety and start to move through anxious thoughts when they come up for you. So I think it's recognizing that there can be so many different and varying levels of anxiety or anxious thoughts you know, some things that can just be like, oh, you know, what if this happens? And it might just be something like something simple, like you're trying to organize something on the weekend and you're not too sure if the plans are going to work out. Uh, It could be worrying about what's going to happen with a certain person or a certain situation. It could be worrying about what somebody else thinks about you. It could be thinking about things that are happening at work or within your relationship. And Again, it's remembering that all of these thoughts are very future-based thoughts. And the interesting thing about our thoughts, so we have our past-based thoughts, we have our present thoughts, and we also have our future-based thoughts. Now, this is a whole nother podcast topic in itself that I'm not actually fully going to dive into today because this episode seriously could go on forever, and I've tried my best to make my points as concise as possible for you guys so that I'm not rambling for hours. But I'm definitely more than happy to do other episodes on topics that you would like me to go off on a tangent on if you want to touch base with me. So the thing with all of these different thought topics that we can have or where we can be past-based or future-based or present thoughts is that neither of them are either better or worse than either. They all have limitations and they all have strengths. And each of them, while yes, their limitations might be massive, their strengths are also huge. And so it's really recognizing when you're getting stuck in the limitations, and I'm really going to touch on the future-based thinking today. Because our topic is anxiety. So the limitations, obviously, I've touched on a few previously already, is definitely anxiety. That real sense of worry. That pit in your stomach. The anxiety attacks. The panic attacks. The non-ability to be in the present moment. These are all limitations of future-based thinking but let's look at the strengths for a minute because just because something's got limitations doesn't mean that we want to push it away altogether. It means that we really want to try and work to the strengths of this thing. So the strengths of future-based thinking is excitement because if you weren't able to look into the future, you know, you might be planning a holiday. Planning is another benefit or strength of future-based thinking if you're planning something a holiday an event a birthday party planning to have a child like so many different things you could be planning for absolutely anything you would not have the ability to get excited about that thing if you didn't have future-based thinking we also have the feeling of happiness which can be based in the future, because not only are we getting excited, but we're really happy and grateful when we start to think about the people, places, or things that are gonna be involved in that thing that we're planning. So whilst, yes, there are big limitations, there's also some really big and beautiful strengths in that future-based thinking as well. And so what my first tip for you is, is to catch yourself in the future-based thinking. So reminding yourself that yes, while there is a possibility that the thing that you are worrying about or that you feel anxiety over could happen, there is also a possibility that it won't. And for some people, by just reminding yourself of this, it reduces that all-consuming feeling of worry to give you space, like I said earlier. And it may be all that you need to give yourself enough space to be able to come back into the present. And to be able to show appreciation or gratitude or to be mindful, to bring yourself back into the present moment, even by something as simple as focusing on your breath, because you cannot be focusing on the present if you are also in the future and vice versa. So tip number one is to catch yourself in the future based thinking. Now we're going to go a little bit deeper here. And I really want to start to look at understanding why it is that you feel anxious. So these next two steps, the understanding and the next one, really do go hand in hand. But the reason that understanding is so important is because you can't change something if you don't understand it. I'll say that again. You cannot change something if you don't understand it. How does that feel for you when you think about that? To really be able to look at changing the way that you feel, and this is with regards to absolutely any emotion at all, you need to be able to understand why it's there to start off with. So, One of the best ways that you can start to bring some type of understanding to your feelings is to just take a moment and be really honest with yourself and literally just ask yourself, why do I feel anxious right now? By asking yourself that question, your brain automatically wants to give an answer. And you might even just feel comfortable asking it in your head. You may want to start doing some journaling on it. You may want to just grab out a pen and paper if that makes you feel comfortable. It's so often that we get caught up in the overthinking and the snowballing thoughts that we lose track of what originally got us feeling anxious in the first place. So yes, some people do find that journaling helps them to get more clear. You can write out that question, why do I feel this way? at the top of the page, and then write out anything that comes to mind. I've done this a few times, and you will be surprised at the stuff that comes out. If you're not surprised, or if you're not getting anywhere, ask yourself why again. So why do I feel this way? And answer. Go a level deeper once you've answered. But why? And answer that one again. It's really interesting, especially if you're the type of person that kind of shies away from diving into these feelings, because I get it. It's daunting. It's scary. And it can be overwhelming. I don't want you guys to be listening to this episode and thinking that I'm a life coach and I've got my shit together because I can guarantee you that there are definitely days that I do, but there are also 100% days that I don't. And I can also guarantee you that I have not always been a life coach. And for those of you that have been listening for a little while, you will know my backstory. And so I won't go into it right now, but there have been times in my life that were extremely dark and very hard for me to move through. And very hard for me to understand. And it was actually by working with a coach, Declan, who owns BU Coaching, which is the company that I work for, that I was able to bring understanding to the way that I felt. And by being able to start to understand the situation or my feelings and why I felt that way, I was able to start to move through it. And now a few years later, here I am today with the absolute honor of being able to help people do exactly the same thing. So if this step feels hard, remember that your brain has created habits for you. And if one of those habits is to repress your feelings and to push them away or forget about them, then that's going to be your brain's go-to. That's his favorite thing to do when things get hard. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. It has served you well in the past, but it's also recognizing that you're not going to be able to bring understanding if you are going to keep pushing away your feelings or your thoughts. Some of the things in this podcast episode are probably going to be a little bit difficult to hear, and that's okay. Be kind with yourself. Skip past the parts that you don't want to listen to if you want to come back to them later. Okay, so we've got the first one is to catch yourself in future-based thinking. The second tip is to understand why it is that you feel anxious. The third step is to accept that you feel anxious. Accept that in this moment, you feel anxious. A lot of the time, people worry about being anxious We want to push it away. We want to feel normal or we want to feel better. And this just starts to create a cycle of feeling anxious, realizing you feel anxious, worrying about it then, and then feeling more anxious because you've realized how you feel. And then you're focusing on not knowing what to do about it. Does that sound familiar? One of the best things that you can do is to actually listen to your body and your mind. Instead of trying to push everything away, what is your mind or your body telling you that you need in that moment? And how can you start to lean into that feeling instead of trying to push it away and making it worse? It's that classic thing, You know, when something's made us feel upset or overwhelmed and we're not in the space or the time to, you know, maybe be able to cry about it if that's what you would normally do. So you repress it, you push it away and you pretend that you're fine and you tell everyone you're fine and you keep going about your day. Realistically, you can still kind of feel that pit in the bottom of your stomach or that lump in your throat. But you're okay, you repress it, you put on your favorite music, you go and do all the things to distract yourself from it and then something happens later on that afternoon or that night and it just feels like you need to explode and then you start crying or then you get really overwhelmed and then you actually really feel the feelings. You could have saved yourself that whole day of having that lump in your throat, having that pit in your stomach, all of the anxious and overthinking thoughts and feelings that you had by accepting when you first noticed it, that you felt anxious at that time instead of pushing it away. You might know that deep down inside, you do want to have a bit of a cry. You might feel better by giving yourself some space and just taking some deep breaths instead of just trying to push through. It might help you to feel better by removing yourself from a stressful situation and going to the bathroom, going to a spare room, going into a meeting room if you're at work. Make it work for you. It might make you feel better by giving yourself some space and yeah, accepting that you feel anxious and listening to your favorite song or going for a walk out in the fresh air to help you to clear your head. But in that moment, in the peak of feeling anxious, you get so focused on not crying, not looking silly, not taking time for you. You've just pushed it away and made yourself feel worse for longer. There is nothing wrong with feeling anxious or sad or stressed or overwhelmed. And just like I said, by understanding in our previous step, but also accepting and leaning into the feeling, yeah, it will hurt a little bit and it will be difficult at times. But by bringing that understanding and acceptance, it will pass quicker. Now, again, for those of you that have listened to this podcast for a little while, you've probably heard this story before, so I'll tell it really quickly. But like I said, I'm not perfect and I do still have moments of feeling anxious and I am also very aware that I get anxious when I feel overwhelmed. And there was one day a few months ago where I didn't really recognize, I didn't understand at the time that I felt overwhelmed. I just knew that I felt very like uptight and I'd looked at my calendar and I had so much stuff on for that day. I'd booked in so many appointments and so many meetings and so much work stuff that I worked myself up without even realizing And so I was trying to distract myself with all the stuff, doing everything that I try and teach my clients not to do. And it got to only about 10 o'clock in the morning and I was busying myself and I could feel I was quite irritable and I was trying to cook myself some breakfast. And it just took one second for me to realize, hang on a second. I feel really anxious. Oh, I feel really overwhelmed. I can see what I've done here. And I could feel that lump in my throat. I could feel the tears welling up because it was just so overwhelming in that moment in time. And normally, if this had have been a few years ago, I would have pushed it away. I would have kept going and I would have ended up an irritable, snappy mess by the end of the day. But instead, I accepted that in that moment, I felt overwhelmed and I felt anxious and I leaned into that feeling and I stood in the middle of my kitchen and I cried. Only for a few minutes because it passed and yeah, it did hurt at the time. But by accepting it, I was able to bring a lot more understanding because I could think clearly afterwards to see, okay, I can see what I've done here. What can I take out of my schedule or my diary um, and you know, delegate or reschedule to another day so that I'm not feeling so overwhelmed And so that I can continue on with the rest of my day and feel really good and move into those feelings that I really want to be feeling. I think it's really, really important to remember that we have our spectrum of emotions for a reason. Every single feeling, every single emotion is there for a reason. I know that we get taught when we're younger that, you know, it's not good to cry and we need to push those bad feelings away and we always need to be happy and hashtag positive vibes only. But you guys, that is not realistic. It is not going to happen and you are putting too much pressure on yourself to always be happy. And I think that's the hardest thing with things like anxiety is that we have so much social pressure on ourselves to be in a good mood all the time and to be happy all the time that when we're not, we feel like there's something wrong with us. A lot of the time, there's nothing wrong with you. It's just about bringing that understanding and that acceptance to that feeling to be able to move through it quicker instead of feeling bad about all of these bad feelings. If you haven't listened to episode 14 of the podcast episode yet, I really recommend you do. It is called Not Every Day Is A Good Day And That's Okay. And it really does a deep dive into that topic. I think I actually tell that kitchen story in that episode, but it's the best example that I have that I can explain to you guys that anxiety and stress and overwhelm comes up for pretty much everybody. Honestly, people would be lying if they said that they never felt anxious or overwhelmed or stressed. It happens and it's okay exactly like that episode is called. Not every day is a good day and that's okay. All right, so we've got step one, catch yourself in the future-based thinking. Step two, understand why it is that you feel anxious. Step three, accepting that in that moment you feel anxious and that's okay. Leaning into the feeling and listening to what your body or your mind is trying to tell you to do instead of pushing it away now step four bringing yourself back into the present moment and this touches on a lot of acceptance and commitment therapy that i mentioned that i've studied at the start of this episode now like i said earlier anxiety is based in the future so when you feel anxious You aren't present with anything that is happening around you. Now being present looks different for everybody. So this one is totally up to you. What makes you feel present? What makes you feel like you are in this moment right now? Do you enjoy exercise and moving your body? Does it bring you joy to watch your pets or your children play? Are you fully engaged when you're cooking a delicious meal or painting, doing yoga, being creative? Do you really like getting out in the garden or going for a walk along the beach? Do you have a favorite meditation app that you really like to listen to? If your anxiety is feeling really heavy and you feel like by doing those things After you've brought the understanding and the acceptance that you don't think that anything is really going to make you feel present, you still feel very caught up in that feeling, you can play the five senses game. So what you can do is focus on five things that you can see, four things that you can touch, three things that you can hear, two things that you can smell and one thing that you can taste. By doing that, you are actively using your brain to think about all five of your senses to bring yourself back into the present moment. We know that anxiety is based in the future. It's a very future focused emotion. So Can you bring yourself back into the present to ground yourself? Another way in acceptance and commitment therapy that people like to ground themselves is to actually visualize themselves. If they're sitting at a chair, they might be at work. um, They might be sitting on the lounge, at the dining table, on a stool. And they will close their eyes. And you can just visualize for a moment, taking in your breath. Breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth. And visualize your feet very firm on the ground underneath you. Grounding yourself in the present moment. And listening to all of the things that you can hear around you. Can you feel is there air conditioning on in the room? Or are you outside and it's a sunny day and you can feel the sun on your skin? Maybe it's really windy. But it's bringing you back into the present moment. Okay, so we've got catching yourself in future-based thinking. Understanding why it is that you actually feel anxious. Accepting that in the moment, yes, you do feel anxious and that's okay. Bringing yourself back to the present moment. And my last tip is taking time to prioritize you. Now, this is a very proactive step in anxiety, but something that I notice plays a huge part in a lot of people's lives. So I guess my first question for you is right now, how far down recently have you been on your own priority list? A lot of people say that they feel anxious because they feel overwhelmed. And that feeling of overwhelm comes from having too many things on your plate and over-prioritizing everything outside of you. You cannot pour from an empty cup. If you wouldn't let your phone get down to 1% battery without racing around and trying to find a phone charger and, you know, feeling stressed that you've got no battery on your phone, why do you do that to yourself? Why do you prioritise everything else around you? Draining your own battery without recharging yourself. It's also recognising that it's not only you that benefits from feeling refreshed. Everybody else around you benefits from that as well. By refilling your cup, by recharging your battery... You are able to show up in your life as the person that you want to be. You are more resilient. You are more aware of your feelings before you get to those extremes of stress and anxiety and real strong overwhelm. It's time to make you your number one priority. Because at the end of the day... You are the only one that can do that for yourself. There are a few other podcast episodes that I think could also help. So I've already mentioned episode 14, but I also have our most popular episode, episode number two. It's called Who Are You? And I think it could be really useful. I've also got episode 21, which is, do you like the real you? And it's actually a part two of who are you? Because episode two was so popular, which I did not think, I did not foresee that coming. um, I wanted to dive a bit deeper into it. So I recorded episode 21. And again, we've also got episode 14, not every day is a good day and that's okay. Now, there's so many different things that I could go into with regards to anxiety. But like I said, I don't want this to be a podcast episode that goes on and on for hours. It can be days and weeks and months of working with some of my clients around these things and I think the big thing to remember is that anxiety is so individual for everybody. What brings about feelings of anxiety for you will be totally different to what brings about feelings of anxiety for your friends, your family, people at your work, if at all. So I think really the biggest thing is to remember that it is okay. You don't need to push away those feelings if they're there. They're there for a reason. And if you can start to learn to get more comfortable with being okay with them, with recognizing your triggers, and taking some time to learn to prioritize yourself more often... But to really learn, like I say in episode 2 and episode 21, who you are, what you like, what are those things that make you, you. Because to be able to prioritize yourself, you need to know the things that you like, the things that light you up, that reignite your sparkle. Because I know for me, when I first started my coaching sessions, the only way that I could explain it to Declan was that I had lost my sparkle. I didn't know how. I didn't even know what it looked like to get it back. I didn't have that understanding and I did not have the acceptance at the time around my feelings. So trust me when I say everything is going to be okay. There is somebody out there that can help you with the way that you feel and please, like I said at the very start, if anything has come up for you that you would like to talk about, feel free to get in contact with me. Shoot me a message on Instagram or Facebook or send me through an email, whatever you like. Now, I started doing recommendations last week and I got some really good feedback off it. I wanted to give the podcast something a little bit extra. I know I've been talking about getting some interview, interviewers, interviewees. I don't know. I'm interviewing people. (laughs) Sorry about the bad grammar. I'm going to be interviewing people. And that is all in the pipeline. But you guys will know I was in Bali a few weeks ago. And in two weeks, I am also heading to Europe. So things are a little bit hectic with everybody's different working schedules and times being overseas and all of that kind of stuff. So I think really my first recommendation, and I know I said I was only going to do one a week and you got two last week, and guess what? You've got three this week because I think they're all really related to this episode topic. So my first recommendation is the Shameless Podcast podcast. If you guys listen to this podcast regularly, you will know how much I love the Shameless podcast because I bang on about them all the time, but I really enjoy them. And I think one of the biggest things that I really enjoy as well is they have, I think, something like 23,000 um, Facebook uh, people in their Facebook group at the moment. And um, it's it's a really great place to go for things like recommendations um, for pop culture topics, um, beauty topics, skincare, like so many different things. Uh, And I think it's a really great community that they have created. So that's my first recommendation. I'm sure you probably already listened to them already because I know I talk about them all the time. Um, But go over and have a look in their Facebook group if you're interested in getting involved in a Facebook group that's got heaps of funny stuff and memes and all of that fun stuff. Um, My second recommendation. It's actually, I have two Netflix documentaries, which I think are very closely related with the topic of anxiety today. And my first one is the Brene Brown documentary, which is on Netflix, and it's called The Call to Courage. Now, this documentary was so powerful for me and I know I've watched it multiple times and pretty much everyone else that I know that's already seen it has also watched it multiple times. The cool thing about this documentary is that you might watch it today and then you could go and watch it in another week or two weeks or a month and you will be going through something totally different or you know something's happened at work or something's happened with a friend or a family member and you know Something different is happening for you. You're at a different point in your life, and you will rewatch that documentary and get something totally different from it every time. I love Brene Brown. The documentary is absolutely amazing. Again, it's called The Call to Courage. I love it so much that I actually have some of her quotes from that documentary in my public speaking seminars because I believe she is so powerful and so passionate, and so influential when she speaks. So I really recommend that. The second one that I have is the Tony Robbins documentary on Netflix called I Am Not Your Guru. Now, I love Tony Robbins. He is probably the most famous life coach in the world. And if you don't know of him, head over to Netflix and have a look at that documentary, I Am Not Your Guru. Tony Robbins, like I said, one of the most popular life coaches in the world. He really employs neuro-linguistic programming in pretty much everything that he does. So he's a really great example of how neuro-linguistic programming can be so, so powerful. And a really good example of how I can help you or how coaches and therapists and all of those type of people can help you with the tools that we have, like neurolinguistic programming, like cognitive behavioral therapy. You know, we study these things for a reason so that we can help people to move through life's stuff. So Brene Brown's documentary and Tony Robbins documentary are two of my most absolute favorite documentaries that I've ever seen. Um, and again, Shameless Podcast, you guys all know anyway, I bang on about them all the time, but give them a listen. Now, I think I've done pretty well to keep this at 40 minutes. Of course, like I said, there's so many other things that I really want to touch on with regards to anxiety. I don't think that it's just a one podcast topic because there's so many different layers and so many different angles that we can go from. But like I said as well, listen to episode 2, episode 21 and episode 14 if you want to go a little bit deeper into a few other areas with regards to anxiety and feelings and emotions. And get in contact with me. Let me know what you liked. Let me know what you didn't like. And let me know what you want me to talk more about. This podcast is for you. I make all of these episodes for you and it absolutely lights me up when I get messages from you guys, when you screenshot, when you share it on Instagram. Honestly, I know I say it every episode, but it absolutely lights my soul on fire. You guys are the reason that I do what I do. And to see that these episodes are making a difference in some people's lives and that you guys are doing things like setting your goals and changing habits and doing different things with your lives because you've listened to some of these episodes absolutely warms my heart. And I cannot thank any of you enough. I'm going to stop rambling so that you guys can get on with your day. But. I hope that you have a fantastic day and I am super pumped because I have got some really cool topics coming up over the next few weeks. I was so excited while I was driving in my car today. I don't know why, but I just randomly started thinking about all this stuff that I actually had to pull over and grab out my phone and do a little really quick um, voice memo because I just had to get them out of my head and onto my phone so I wouldn't forget about them. So I'm really pumped about recording them for you over the next few days to release over the next few weeks. And I hope you have a fantastic day, whatever you're doing. Bye. If you liked this episode, I would love for you to screenshot and tag me on Instagram. You guys have no idea how much that absolutely makes my day. I get such a big smile on my face. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And I hope that you have gotten something from this episode. If you want to hang out more, you can search the Nourishing Amy podcast community in Facebook and come and join our group. We're talking all things life, love, overwhelm and everything in between. You can share your funny memes, your stories, and all of the life stuff. If you would like to get in contact with me, please don't hesitate to reach out and shoot me a message on Instagram. You can find me at Amy underscore Rankin. Last but not least, it really helps to support my podcast when you subscribe and leave a review on whatever app it is that you listen to this podcast on. I am just a little independent podcaster and every subscribe and review helps my podcast to be seen and heard by more people and to help more people get their sparkle back. Thank you again so much for being with me and have a fantastic day.